the cowboy type. You've seen him, as of many. He's the one folks look at. They note his wind-worn skin, his hat pulled low, his hands at the ready, the streaks of mud down his cheeks, and his worn-out boots. Howdy, folks. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Worn Out Boots Podcast. I'm your host, Drifter. Today, we're going to talk about a song by the Eagles. You'll likely know the song, Desperado. If you don't, pause now and click the link in the show notes. I'll wait for you. So this song has been a longtime favorite, one that's always hit home in one fashion or another, depending on life situation at the moment. We all relate to songs that way, right? So this song and timing ultimately were very instrumental in my decision to get married again. I've been married in the past, and I've talked about it in previous episodes. I never said I wouldn't remarry. However, I regularly expressed that I didn't have any need for it. When it comes right down to it, I still don't need to be married. Uh, I enjoy it. Something that I wanted. You know what I mean? So tomorrow, the 21st of October, will be the first wedding anniversary for Gypsy and I. As this episode is being released, we would have just celebrated Gypsy's birthday yesterday in Butte, Montana at the Copper King Mansion. So stay tuned to the Rebel at Large Adventure podcast. That'll be an upcoming episode for sure. If it works out, I intend to start a new Patreon offering where we kind of check in daily while we're out on the road, talking about what the day held in for us. So uh, there'll be a link in the show notes for the Patreon too, if you're interested and want to spare a few bucks a month. Anyway, we're out here chasing the musician Paul Coven around. Uh, we'll be seeing him in Missoula and Billings. We were a little too late to get tickets for the Bozeman show, but life kind of got in the way a little bit. So with all that said, happy birthday, Gypsy, and a happy first wedding anniversary. So what I want to do for this episode is read to you my toast at our reception. I talk about the song's relevance here. We actually got married in the Boot Hill Cemetery in Tombstone, Arizona. We returned to Utah and had a second kind of a ring exchange ceremony for the friends and family. Our wedding out in Arizona was a total of five people, including Gypsy and I. So this toast is what I wrote for the folks that joined us for the reception, which also turned into a Halloween party for the evening too. Very fitting. So after the toast, we'll touch more on the song. All right, here we go. First of all, I'd like to thank y'all for joining us and celebrating our commitment to each other. Believe me, I'm as surprised as most of you. The life I've lived has always been adventure after adventure. I often state that I'm always excited to see what I'm going to do next. Through much of this adventure in life, even with the companion, I've been alone. Admittedly, I do pretty well alone, though I prefer not to be alone when next to someone. Listen to Tim Barry's song, 500 Miles, which I also covered here in episode 6. So a little while ago, a friend from my old country of Florida was at a bike rally, and the band played the song Desperado by the Eagles. Y'all may know it. I was told it brought me to mind, and I was asked, what choices do I need to make? This took me a bit by surprise, as in my mind, the choices I need to make are typically, do I need another Harley? Can I really justify buying a hearse? How do I feel stepping out of a minivan? I know the song. I know it very well. I've always related to the desperado in the song as the acknowledged loner, riding the fences. Some of you know that I've spent a lot of time and effort over the past couple of years doing some deep and heavy work on myself, getting into some of the deep internal spaces no one enjoys exploring. 
I've never been one with much to give, considering my person, my ears and words, time, and affections to be the assets I have to offer. The one thing I've not given more than a peek at was my heart. This is the sacred part of me, and I don't put it on the gambling table often. And when I do, it's in very small bits. Through the work I've done with myself, I've found that the world of my heart is akin to the final frontier, the last realm to truly explore to find something new and genuine. After the song and query being sent to me, I heard it a bit differently. The end of the song continued to resonate long after the final note was struck. You better let somebody love you before it's too late. When I left Florida and came out to Utah, I had zero intentions of staying. I reckoned for the summer would do. I called that trip my Raisin Hail tour and labeled the Utah stint as the Watering My Roots chapter. That was a bit over seven years ago now, as of when we got married, I was. Gypsy and I met not long after my arrival. After a period of blossoming, we've been together the better part of my time here. We've been adventuring together the whole time in one fashion or another. She's inspired me in much and supported me in the rest, regardless of how far off the pavement my ambitions seemed. Our different crazies seem to line up pretty well. In our adventures together through life and highway, she's been an eager, willing, and dependable co-pilot. She does mayhap more than she knows to keep me from going too far off the shoulder. As I'm always excited to see what I'm going to do next, I'm more eager to see what we'll do next together. I'm ready to let somebody love me, and I'm honored to have Gypsy be the one that does. Thank you all again. Cheers. Well, that was a bit longer than I recall. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there with me. So the song, Desperado. What do you hear? I hear a tale about a cowboy, an outlaw, a loner who refuses to fall in love. This is how I've always related to it. I've had a good number of relationships. However, looking back, I set myself up with companions to share the good times with and as support in the shittier times, really. I never gave my heart or allowed it to be seen when it comes down to it. It was a matter of survival, I think. I was already hurting inside, and I had no desire to make myself vulnerable to be hurt any further, especially by somebody else putting myself in that position, right? So that's the intro to the song. We describe a fellow that has no desire to fall in love. The next part to me describes one who is sacrificing love for wealth. Don't you play the queen of diamonds, boy. She'll beat you if she's able. I've never been that interested in wealth personally. I'd prefer to die with a story than possessions. The song reiterates that love will provide a more solid form of wealth. The queen of hearts is always your best bet, they say. While the song goes on, it seems to me some fine things have been laid upon your table, but you only want the things that you can't get. I feel in the song that, again, this is part of the pursuit of wealth, no pot being a big enough win, really. Looking back in my life, however, I'm sure that some fine things that have been placed in front of me would go back to relationships, probably. They may have been, however, I don't question it much, really. I tended towards situations that were safe and fulfilled the companionship aspect. I felt fine not falling in love. I didn't want to fall in love. This would have hindered my potential wandering lifestyle, right? I wasn't really wanting what I couldn't get, really. So next the song starts hitting home. 
it brings to the desperado's attention that he isn't getting any younger. I say I'm still 29. Most, however, call me middle-aged. The fact, regardless of age, is that none of us are getting any younger. The song calls out that pain and hunger are driving the desperado home. Coincidentally, in Florida, I was hurting, and I was alone. And where did I go? I went home. My hunger was for the road, however, we often get what we need, not what we want, I reckon. Now, we're asked some questions by the song. Don't your feet get cold in the wintertime? As much as I dislike cold weather, and I'm still in Utah, this isn't the wintertime I relate to. Go back to the earlier episodes, the beginning of this podcast, about the winters I've had and anticipate. Yeah, they get, they get cold. My feet need to keep moving, for sure. Uh, we're then described a winter. The sky won't snow, the sun won't shine, it's hard to tell the nighttime from the day. This could be a lot from general confusion and anguish to downright depression. You know, winter's different for all of us, right? Our own winters. So now it's reiterated, calling out in question. You're losing all the highs and lows. Ain't it funny how the feeling goes away? Yeah, I've never been interested in drugs, however, have been around them a lot. I see this in many of these folks, losing the highs and lows, keep chasing the high to prevent the lows. I've stayed away from drugs for several reasons. However, one big one is I'm sure I'd have liked it way too much. I was in a place that I could have been lifted out of and I would have grabbed for that high. It pulled me out of it, right? An alternate reality. One that's bright and the mundane doesn't matter. I'm also certain I would have died a long time ago if I started reaching for the highs in this fashion. Damn sure of that. Well, I can still relate all the same. In Florida, a place I describe as best when shared, all the scenery became the same. Ain't it funny how the feeling goes away? I found all the beaches to be the same. The water, the trees, everything. It was all the same to me by the time I left. When you had somebody to share it with, then it was funner to, I don't know, point and laugh at the guys on vacation from Germany in their Speedos, because that's not our norm out here. Things like that. You know, you're sharing all the little things, and it's just a pleasant atmosphere. But alone, it all became the same. So the end of the song is the call to action. Come to your senses. Come down from the fences. Open the gate. That to me is, listen to your heart. Stop isolating your heart. Open the gate to your heart. Uh, the song says, it may be raining, but there's a rainbow above you. As in, it'll still have its weather, yet there's a bright side to it. You don't see the rainbow above you if you do nothing but stare at your own boots and trudge along, right? All right, next, you better let somebody love you before it's too late. I've touched on this as well. Go back to the how many summers left episode that I did. How much time is there really left before it's too late? This isn't just about time, however. It has taken me a lot of work to even get a glimpse of my own heart. I've done a damn good job of getting it bricked in, safe and secure, almost impenetrable, right? I think there's a possibility that I could have made it impossible for me to get back in. That would have surely condemned me to a solitary life. And it would have been too late. 
So doing the work even on yourself, learning to love yourself, learning to love your own life. You need to let yourself love you too before it's too late. God damn, I have the potential to be that crotchety old single man, never married type of guy, drinking beer on his front porch, yelling at the kids to get off the lawn. <laughs> you know what I mean? That potential is there for sure. But that's not what I want. That I, I see it. I know these folks and it seems fucking miserable. So I don't, I didn't want that in my life. So again, I looked inside. I'm letting somebody love me and hopefully I'm doing a good enough job. Well, fear that kind of a thing, right? That you're enough to, to want that person to keep loving you instead of, I don't know, seeing the darkness and the ugliness inside and running away. This is a, a fear that I've always maintained in my life. I've written things all through my youth of uh, people really seeing inside and it scared the shit out of them, mostly because it scared the shit out of me. And so I started blocking it away. Not healthy, right? Especially from a young age and coming to be 29 as long as I've been 29. It gets ugly. It's a lot of work to try to restore that. So regardless of your age, let's do some work on ourselves, right? I've been working hard at it for a few years and uh, kind of like a roller coaster, I guess. I'll attack it and then kind of let the coaster roll its way down and then start working hard again to climb back up it. I'm on one of those uphill climbs again right now, as a matter of fact. But, so that's kind of it, folks. I appreciate you hanging out with me. I've rattled on long enough, I think. So I hope that again, mayhap you'll find something you relate to here. Maybe something to think about, something to talk about. If not, I hope y'all had a chance to enjoy the song. It's a good one. Alrighty, folks. Thanks for walking with me and wearing out these old boots. Until next time. This drifter is a craftsman of sorts. His hands were trained as a youth, planting and planting as he watched the bone garden expand before him. In the short times between planting seasons, he learned to build walls. He's good at this. His walls are thick, dug deep, spread wide and high enough to block out the light. These walls are so good.